Welcome everyone to the Black Culture Geeks Podcast. This is my man SBJ. I am Tombstone the Dead Man, and we're just a couple of geeks talking about pop culture from a black perspective. And this Back, come on, yo. <laughs> yo. Like, just chill out, bruh. <laughs> like, you don't gotta be so hyper. Just just relax <laughs> and chill out. All right. So, okay. Cool. So, all right. So, I'm gonna work on that. Okay, no, you're not. But in the meantime, and in between, no, you're um, not. You don't have time to work on that. <laughs> That's true. That's actually true. But nah. In the meantime, you know, this this is one of our special episodes for that series that we're doing about the MCU and its movies. And I'm indeed, gonna SPJ do his usual setup. All that. right. So, so. I think something that I want to add to all of the episodes in which this is the case is a disclaimer because, you know, we, I would, I would say that it's safe to say that our listener base is growing. Oh yeah, I would say that's safe to say. And you are a big proponent of being transparent. So. Absolutely. But you do it for ridiculous reasons. I'm going to do it. What? I'm going to do it for a reason that's actually beneficial. Are you what? Yeah. Um, And I'm going to let people know that today is one of those days where we are not recording in the same location. So (laughs) if there are any audio issues where something drops or anything crazy like that i would like to apologize in advance but we have not yet perfected the recording in different locations dynamic so basically what uh my man spj is saying is that while i'm in my posh luxurious professional studio up in the mountains of laurel that's a it's a mansion (laughs) Actually, he is, you know, in his makeshift do-it-yourself studio down in Boston. But you know the thing about that is, what's that? What's the thing? All of that is true. Like it's not. Yeah, it's like, not. It's not true. My studio is a corner. You know, the room that me and my wife sleep in. It's in the corner. Currently speaking, and speaking of transparency, there's currently a cat oh my sitting in front of See, me trying to play fetch with some goddamn crinkle wall. We're off the rails. Oh, we're off the I'm rails already. We're not even five minutes into the episode, and we're <laughs> off the rails. Uh, okay, anyway, so let's get back on the rails. <laughs> so, what we've been doing, if you're new around here. We decided that we were going to come up with our own official best MCU movie. Now, there was a long process that happened, and I don't honestly remember all of it right now off the top of my head. So, all you guys need to know is there were two elimination rounds. For the 20 movies that exist as of when we started this. And we got down to 10 movies and we are in the process of rating those 10 movies. There is another process after we finish that, but we'll get to that when we get to it. Today's victim. What? Oh. Is Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Thor. Now, this is a very special episode because... (laughs) Why is that? In case you're new around here, (laughs) Tombstone's favorite character is Thor. The mighty Odin son. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, and he hasn't had much luck with Thor movies. Um, (laughs) In case you... Again, are new and you haven't heard our elimination rounds. Both Thor One and Thor Two uh have Yikes. been politely softly, gently placed aside. 
They've been gotten the fuck out of it. They've been gotten the fuck out of it. In this search to find best MCU movie because without any shadow of a doubt from either one of us, in our right. humble opinions, those movies are both trash. However, Zora. this shit right here, man, 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 I was taken aback. I was blown away. I was flabbergasted. Wow. I was in impeccably impressed it was night and day again i the only thing i had to go off of was thor one and thor two right and there had already been a precedent set absolutely i was reticent to go watch this movie in theaters actually but because of who I am and the fan that I am, there was never really a doubt that I was going to go see it. To see it. Of course, of course. <laughs> but of course. I, was, I did think like in my head, like, damn, yo. Hot damn, y'all. Here we go again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I hope this shit good because they haven't really put out a bad movie in a while. And it would right. suck for them to just drop a turd right now. Facts, all facts. And all of my fears were assuaged shortly, like five minutes into the movie. Dude, yeah, like the <laughs> first five minutes. Like the first five minutes, literally, I was like, oh, no, nah. we started from the bottom, but now we here. Facts, facts. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we, can't, we can't use Drake references anymore. Oh, that's right. Damn yeah, that. We can't. Strick, that is stricken from the record. <laughs> Stricken from the record. And for anybody who doesn't understand why we can't, go check out our last episode about the R. Kelly fallout. Facts. Facts. But no, nah, man, you, you're absolutely right. The first five minutes, it opened up. To me, that first five minutes basically was reminiscent of the only part of the um, the first Thor movie that I really got pumped for. Yeah. And that was the fight with the Frost Giants. Right, right. That, that was the only part I really got, you know, jazz for. Um, we already, just go watch our, um, listen to our other episode about um, the Thor Ragnarok, I mean, excuse me, the original first Thor movie. It, it was trash. It was trash. Um, It was trash. But this one, nah, man, and there was a lot of changes there, but I'm gonna let James give you his initial impressions when he started watching it. Before I go in, because you know yeah. I'm going. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a three-hour and 45-minute episode. <laughs> it's not going to be a three-hour And about three hours. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. 30 minutes of that is going to be tuned. <laughs> gushing. And rightfully so, because he finally got to see his man do his thing on the big screen, like in his own movie. So yeah. I don't blame him, actually. I'm, you know, I'm just going to let the, the tape keep recording. <laughs> and just let him go at it. But no, in all seriousness, like I said, um, I think that this movie benefited from a lot of things. Before we even talk about how good the movie was, uh, right. one of the things that it benefited was my low expectations. Mm. I did not go into, like I said, I did not go into this movie expecting an amazing movie. Right. So when I get there and get an amazing movie, it's that much better of an experience. Right. On top of that, clearly, this movie benefited from James Gunn. Oh, hell yeah. Without a question. Without question. Go back and listen to either of our Guardians of the Galaxy uh, uh, rating episodes and you'll understand. Try to, try to ignore adequate in the second one. Well, I mean. Try to overlook the fact that adequate. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Try to overlook. Like, but listen to it, but see if you can block adequate out. No, I don't think that's necessary. Like, he no? he contributed. Actually, oh, it's no. really not necessary because even though he contributed, there is a section of the episode where he, he just drops out. So, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't think that would be necessary. You don't have to go the extra mile to avoid him. Oh. There is a part oh, okay. where he just is gone. But anyway. I, I, I was just checking. Yeah, okay. All right. So, <laughs> there... <laughs> was an idea 
Oh, here we go with this shit again. You have to let me have it. I didn't say it in the I'm beginning. Gonna, look, it's your it's your catchphrase, man. Do I didn't say it in the beginning, so I yeah, mean, do, do, do you think? All right, so there was an idea that space comic book movies couldn't be done right. right. And the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise really turned that idea on its head. Yeah. But what happened before them was the Thor movies that should have had a lot more space in them, but they didn't because of that idea. But when you have precedent for something working, and then you go get a crazy director like Taika Waititi, it's just the perfect marriage that allowed this masterpiece to be made. Right. I I can't, like, I can't really think of any nitpicks for this movie, again, as of right now. Right. And I feel like We got so much. We got so much in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel overstuffed. But again, they there's precedent for that. They have had experience dealing with movies with a bunch of characters in it. Facts. And not having them feel rushed or stuffed. So, Facts. like, yeah, this, this is one of those movies that benefits from the fact that the MCU has been so successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, As far as I'm concerned, first, you guys got to understand just a couple of things. Um, Thor is not a character that is easily relatable. No, no. It's just not. Now, for a person like me, I've been into mythology those those stories of mythology since i was a kid so so he was because because those aren't because those aren't stories that's your history shut up so (laughs) so, no you said when you was a kid you like you're pretty old bro uh, shut up no i'm just all right um, right. (laughs) pay no attention to the man behind the curtain (laughs) so (laughs) so like i was saying like these these stories are very steeped into the mythology without being a slave of it. Right. So so they 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 change so much of the lore, but same time they it's familiar enough to still attribute it to those earlier stories. Mm-hmm. And I used to read them as a kid, but even as I read them as a kid, Thor was not my favorite character. Like I started out with Spider-Man, you know, well really Superman, Spider-Man and then the X-Men, Wolverine, and then eventually made my way over to Thor when I read a book with him in it, and it pretty much was dealing with the cosmic stuff. So it got gave me a chance to not only um, have my love of mythology serviced, but also my love of sci-fi. Right. Because the, the Thor books tend to deal with a lot of space stuff, mm-hmm. right? As well as the mythological things. So... When I saw the first two movies, they just didn't feel the way I needed them to feel. And again, some things work on the movie screen that don't work in comic books and vice versa. Facts. And this is one of the cases. They tried to make Thor more serious in the first two movies. Although you did start to see a little of the humor start to creep in in the second one. It just wasn't enough. Right. And um, the character himself was pretty stagnant. Yes. In those in those movies. In, which is in those movies, which is the thing I don't understand because he wasn't in the other movies. Right. Right. It's like if in the other movies, they other allowed movies, him to to grow. Yeah. Into, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it's funny because um I think it was because they were attempting to do their version of what they saw of him. In the comic books, yeah, because because in, in, in some of the comic books, he's a pre, he's not known for cracking for having humor, right, right, he, right. He, while he might say some things humorous, because there was a, they pretty much had him a slave to the uh, the original um, uh, interpretation of him, where he spoke in this grandiose Elizabethan English, 
You right. know what I'm saying? So they were still a slave to a lot of that these hours. So they tried to kind of keep that intact, but that doesn't really work well for the, for the movie if no. you're not going to have the set of circumstances surrounding him as big and right. you, you Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of out of, a little off balance with that. Facts. And instead, what uh, Taco Waititi decided to do in Thor Ragnarok was throw that old playbook the fuck out of Completely. here. Completely. He got it the fuck out of here. The only thing he kept was certain trappings of the fun stuff that we know comic books to be. And, so and on top of throwing it out, he like mm-hmm. he played with it because in the beginning, yes. when Thor finally gets to Asgard, they're having a Shakespeare style play. <laughs> right, it's right. amazing. It's the best right. thing ever, and showing basically this is what was they were trying to do previously. Right, they ain't on that shit right now. Exactly, and, and, and I'm telling you, Thor's. You know, because this what got me pumped about the movie, even though I still was like like James, were kind of guarded in my expectations. Right. But the trailer wasn't even like those previous trailers. No. The the, the trailer had some, a lot of, you see more human in it, and mm-hmm. the fact that he's going to fight the Hulk in it. Right. Like, there was a lot of stuff going on there. And we go, okay, the music that's my, was different. That's my lasting impression from the trailers. The, yeah. The first thing that I remember, like, being made aware of as far as Thor Ragnarok is concerned is that scene where he's in the Coliseum and he's right. like, oh, he's a friend from work. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is going to be amazing. If they nail it. If, there was, if, if because there was, there was a fear. Right. There was a fear. that There was a fear. Okay. See, no, that doesn't work. We can't do that. Doesn't, no? No, that okay. doesn't work. But there was a That's fear true. that they were going to focus too much on Planet Hulk. Right. And it wouldn't right. be a Thor movie. And that right. is not what happened. That's not what we got. We got a portion of Planet Hulk. Right. But the, the vast majority of it was all focused on Thor and his adventure and his come up. Yep. And again, you know, this is what I'm talking about, about about character development done right. They destroyed the hammer. People didn't yeah. see this coming. Like, even though they showed it, when they showed it in the trailer, people who didn't know much about Thor was like, like what the hell? without his hammer? Uh-huh. Be without, you know what I'm saying? So they, they, they moving the character along. Odin dying. Yep. Asgard blowing up. Along. Asgard blowing up. Moves the character along. His motivations, all of that stuff. Changes him being stripped down to base Thor. This is basic Thor without the hammer, without all of that. Mm-hmm. And he had to show that he had something in him that was already special. The hammer was just the crutch, Fact. right? So, the, just let's talk about certain scenes in there that I that I love the most. When you when you start the movie off with him being a being captured in Suter's realm, the yeah. Fire Demon Suter's realm, just the way. He was doing his own self narrative. Right. I'm like, yo, this is this is amazing. It's a, it was a, it's amazing. I it's want amazing. more of this. We need more of this throughout the whole movie. That's how I was thinking when I was watching it. Yeah. Oh, if this is the tone we're going with, this is going to be crazy. Facts. His conversation with Suter, which yeah. ordinary Suter, ordinary that would have been if you read the way they talk to each other in the comics. It is dire. Yeah. It is, you know, oh no, this guy, this thing is a force of nature. It's about bent on destruction. I am the son of Odin and I will not allow that sort of thing. No, and no, no, he no. still played it that way. Serta still played but Thor his did role, not. but Thor <laughs> did not give him that same energy. None. Thor trolled him the entire the time. The entire time. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it was, it was, it was awesome. And you can also see. Where the influence of Tony Stark and being oh, yeah. around humans, yes, like being around humans for that time, had kind of changed the way he interacted. Thanks. Like he was a lot more. He was all right. So there's two types of ways to swashbuckle. All right, <laughs> you 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 have the original way where they speak in these grandiose things. There's a bit of humor there as well, but yeah. it's also too cool, too clever. For school, right? You know, it's, Haha, I am uh, a, a dashing warrior, right? With a sword, right. Like, it's that sort of thing. But then there's the second way to swashbuckle, and this is the way that um, Tony Stark does it in the MCU. 
He's a swashbuckling hero, but he's not on the old school. He's on the new school where I'm trolling you through this whole thing. Facts. The I'm entire time. You through this whole thing, this entire time. And I would say that Spider-Man oh, yeah. originated yeah. that form of uh, swashbuckling. You know what I'm saying? Tony Stark, his character has a lot of that in it. And this is what Thor got from being around human heroes. Facts. Watching the the back and forth, the engagement, mm-hmm. and how they had this devil may care attitude, even though when it was time to get heavy, they got heavy. Facts. You know what I'm saying? This is what Thor was doing this entire movie. Right. And then keeping in line with the character, still playing the fish out of water part. Yeah. When he went to Earth uh-huh. to find his father and talk to Doctor Strange. Yo. And that 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 brilliant scene. Wait, wait, wait. Like, before you do that, before you do that. Right. The umbrella. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yo. Yo. Listen. Yes, yo. Listen. I love. So I am not, nor will I ever claim to be, right. as versed in the comics as you are. Right. In However, the Thor character. Right. No. And I mean, in, in general, actually. Well, that's true, but I, I haven't read as many comics as you have. You still have your favorites. Though. I have my favorites, more and up on them. I yeah. am an actual fan of the comic books. Right. So when I see callbacks to the comics, it makes me mark out. Like when I saw the umbrella, I'm like, "Yo, this is amazing!" Particularly because it wasn't raining, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yo." It was definitely an homage to the cane, to the, yeah, to the walking stick that uh, Donald Blake, um, uh, Donald Blake yeah. used. It's, it was oh, even the way he used it uh-huh. was, you know, it, yo, it was, it was, it was, it was completely awesome, yo, Thanks. really awesome. The inter- the way that he um, interacted with Strange with the umbrella, yes, you know, like it was yo. dope. The whole idea when Strange said to him, when he told Strange, you could have uh, sent me an electro- electronic letter or an email, right? And Strange goes, oh, Do you uh, have a computer? Uh, do you have a computer? He's like, No. no <laughs> That's that. That's that fish out of water shit that, that <laughs> Thor did need. He still needs that. Facts. It just doesn't need to be so pronounced, especially after he's already engaged with humans, right. modern humans, for as long as he has right. in the current MCU. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, he still needed that fish out of water component. They gave us that. Right. They gave us the human. They gave us the badassery mm-hmm. with him getting his power boost. And we see him go against the Hulk, and yo, th- that fight was fu- at the same time as funny as it was. It was also badass. Oh, yeah. to have that 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 blending of the two those two elements was appreciative for me because I am quite certain a lot of the fans that are only fans of the MCU were under the impression that because of the way Thor was portrayed and the Hulk was portrayed, that they weren't. Pierce. Right, right, right. And form power. No, 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 no. Do not get it twisted. All right? They have fought several times in the comic books, and the majority of those fights were draws. Right. They were a draw. All right? So they're, they're more than, they're, they're peers. When, when, when um, Thunderbolt Ross said in the Ultron movie that you be, you guys basically misplaced nah, 230 megaton Civil War. That was in Civil War? Yeah, Civil War. You're right, War. Civil War. When he said in Civil War, you guys misplaced two 30 megaton nukes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And to see him do all of that was a big deal to me because a lot of it, they they blended in so many of the comic book stories mm-hmm. into this that it's ridiculous. Right. King, the King Thor story. Yep. Him, you know, the, 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 the patch on the eye, mm-hmm. Odin Force Thor. Uh-huh. They, they mixed in so much. The God Butcher with Hela. Right. Um, she A lot of her power set was very similar to the recent God Butcher story in the last few years. Like, yo, it was so much stuff that they added to this. And it was so entertaining through, throughout it that I walked away from that movie going, finally. Yep. Daddy spending time. <laughs> Shout out to my man, my man Hoffman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I walked out going, f- I felt invigorated. invigorated. Right. I felt um, um, reaffirmed uh-huh. that finally I got the Thor character that should have been. This is the Thor character we deserve. Facts. Right there. Facts. So, um, yo. Yeah. I- all right. So, I also want to do one thing. I need to apologize. What's that? 
Uh-oh. I need to apologize to Thor because I've been calling Thor dumb. And right. re-watching this movie made me realize that I've been using the wrong word. Word. Thor is in no way dumb. Mm-mm. Thor, he's a simpleton. He doesn't lack intelligence. That's not the issue. It's just he's he's very much immature. He's very much uh, the fish out of water thing like builds into that. So it's like when you combine that, it's easy to go to dumb. But it's not dumb. He's just really a simpleton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, without question. Right. Oh, yeah. He's going to outclass you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, when you, well, I mean, just, just those with a wider perspective, because like Heimdall, Heimdall looks at him that way too, because he can see all. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He picked things up and put them down. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Hella. Yeah. 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 At all. Facts. Yes. Yes. But but not just only how he broke down Loki. The way that he tried to manipulate the Hulk, the way that he tried to manipulate Bruce. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Listen, listen. This... <laughs> Like, is he though? Is he though? Yo, I I can say, I think I can say that this movie is the ultimate buddy cop movie because it's so, in so many ways, because you have the dynamic of Thor and Hulk. Of course. But you also have the dynamic of Thor and Loki. But you also have the dynamic of Thor and and Valkyrie. Then you also have the dynamic of Thor and Korg. So it's like, in every way, Thor is like the ultimate buddy cop in this movie. It's so amazing. And it's funny because it's like, giving credit again to the MCU... It's something that he would not have needed if he didn't 
go through what he's gone through already. He's learned teamwork. And he's learned how to be effective in a team. He had no use for that before. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Does... Uh-huh. Right? Okay. Okay, all right. That is true. Yes. Right? Facts. Facts. Right. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Did she kill Sif? <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it still counts. <laughs> right, right. This, but it's damn. It's damn near blasphemy. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, nah, but at least there should have at least been a scene where he realized they were gone. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll definitely give you that. I'll definitely give you that because if because they were introduced, we knew that they were in the MCU. That's 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 that that holds weight. It's a real thing. It's a continuity error. Like they don't have many of those, but. That that's a continuity error. I would yeah, definitely one hundred percent. That is, I think that's more than a nitpick actually. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, I know that people complain about the jokes in the MCU. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That need to be addressed. However. We talked about this back when we talked about uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. The MCU had decided 
that instead of making comic book movies, which was not sustainable for the long term. Exactly. They exactly. would start making genre movies with right. superheroes in them. Facts. And as I said before, Thor Ragnarok at its heart is a buddy cop movie. Facts. And what buddy cop movies are is comedy. Yep. So there are going to be jokes in a comedy. It's just that simple. It's man. very simple. <laughs> it's, it's just that simple. If you even go back to the past and look at movies like Tango and Cash, mm-hmm. look at uh, the Lethal Weapon series. Uh huh. There's plenty of humor in that, and he's but that's yeah, Kaye, motherfucker. Right, come on, like that. That that shit's funny. Even, look. Die Hard is arguably not a buddy cop movie, but in the way it is, because you had the cop on the inside, uh-huh. which was John McClane, uh-huh. and then you had my man Reginald Vell out there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, he was still part of it, you know what I'm saying? And it was humor that came out between the interaction between them. So, again, like, I'm just going to say this too, just in general, comic book movies with humor in it. For those of you that don't read comic books, let me put you on to something. Yeah, I was about to say that. While there are a great many comic book series that are dark, that are brutal, that are adult. Yeah. Even in those series, they take time out for less. Facts. There's there's a a, a, a issue that's kind of funny. Yeah. It's got some humor in mm-hmm. it. Like, for those of you that not not to realize that the way MCU the MCU is using the, the tone is they get they putting us into that frame of mind of the way the comic books was through a certain era. Yeah. It was a certain era where they were light, they they were colorful, they they and they had the dark stuff and the, and the fucked up stuff happened, but it was just this mixture of the epic tone mm-hmm. along with the humor. And that's what we're getting. And believe me, if you don't think this is if you have a criticism about that, what I would say to you is just uh, look at the numbers they're doing and look at the pop culture relevance it has now. Facts. I literally have people making memes and jokes about Thanos. Yeah. You couldn't have told me that 10 years ago. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. I'm looking at I'm looking at these pictures, these memes. Uh they had the one with the New York dudes with the different color Tims. Yeah. I just saw one recently with the women with the different color weaves. Yep. I saw one with the different color uh, do rags, uh-huh. and they're all infin- they're all infinity gauntlet jokes. Yep. The the, the pop culture relevance there. I, there are people that didn't read any combos growing up that are falling in love with these characters into that by game. the millions. That kid people that were the, they were the cool kids. They weren't the ones. That was that that used comic books as escapism mm-hmm. when they were younger. Nah, they, 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 these kids. I'm talking cheerleaders, former cheerleaders. Facts. Out of that, out of that, that mode. You uh-huh. know, the cool kids that never had the issue about not being cool when they was in school and being popular in school. Facts are loving this geek shit. Talk about thanks it. Thanks to the MCU, and they they can't wait till the next movie come out. Uh-huh. Asking geeks like me and SBJ uh-huh. questions. Uh huh. So when the comic books, I was this. What is? Oh, all right. Like yo. They're winning with that formula. Oh, yeah. Without question. Now, this is not even a joke. Like, dead serious, if 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 you are one of the people that don't like comedy and humor in your superhero movies, there are movies for you. Facts. The a lot which of the DCEU. Oh, a lot of the DCEU um is bereft of humor. Yes. Some have fun. Don't think that's a good thing. Some do think it's a good thing. Yeah, some some like it like that. Yeah, some like it like that. And if if and and it's not just the DCEU. There are other examples, nope. but it's just that. Yep. That's one of the main differences between the DCEU and the MCU. Is the DCEU Facts. tries tried to be super dark, Facts. and super gritty, and all that other it stuff. Went out of its way to take the fun out of the shit. Yeah, even with characters that didn't need to be dark. Yeah. So and even though I do, I'm, I'm I'm one of those ones that supported the Man of Steel and the changes they made in Man of Steel. I supported. I, it I don't because I, I I completely supported it because I felt like man. First of all, Superman. Certain things that that movie corrected 
they corrected certain things in the law that should have been corrected a long time ago. Yes. Superman Superman never felt like an alien before that movie. Yes. Also, but I still want my boy tragedy. Stuff. Well, yeah, that part of it, that part of it, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with that part. And I'm not However, even that big a Superman fan. I just I I'm for I, I'm I'm happy, not happy. I'm I'm comfortable with him being a Boy Scout. Boy Scout, right? Because that's what that's basically what he is. Yeah. But I will say this: if you take all of the rancid, disgusting parts <laughs> out of what they fucked up, right? As far as the narrative of the DCU, he got there. Yeah. He got there because. One of the reasons Superman doesn't kill, Superman doesn't kill because he's killed before. He didn't like the way it made him feel. Yeah. He killed Zod. He killed Zod. Yeah. He didn't like the way it made him feel. I still don't, I like, still don't like it. And, and also, I will say this too. The idea of Superman being this Boy Scout because he had Midwestern values as a black person, I find that laughable. No, it's not realistic. I find that laughable. No, hold <laughs> up. See, I'm, I'm the guy that doesn't need everything to be super realistic and super relatable. No, no, but it, you're right because I am very inconsistent on that. Something, <laughs> I, yo, I am, and I think I think most people are. Yeah. Like because what happens is people run to the well, it's, well, it's a comic book. But see, if you say that for everything, exactly, then it gets to a point where it's not relatable at all right. to anybody. Right. So at some point, so everybody's going to pick and choose what part that they're going to need to to have it grounded enough Offense. for them. Offense. You know what I'm saying? So for me, like the the narrative that Midwestern farmer equals moral. <laughs> I find that laughable as hell. You know what I'm saying? Laughable as hell. But I enjoyed the fact that Metropolis got destroyed. Good. He needed a new tragedy. No, I, I agree with that. that. I agree with you that. You don't remember that his planet blowing up shit. <laughs> they don't remember that. No, that's, that's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? No, but, they 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 made a lot of good choices with But the what DCD. I didn't like, just like you, I didn't like the brooding. Yeah, he's not a brooder. Yeah, he doesn't. It's Superman doesn't he sulk. He doesn't sulk. Yeah, it's not what he does, you know. And that was out of pocket. Um, you know what? We're out of pocket. We are way off topic. We are out of pocket. <laughs> we talking about man. Still, we're, 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 we're gonna do some um, DCEU episodes. Yeah, we we're definitely to. gonna do that. We have to. But let's, a lot to let's, talk about let's get to this rating. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I told you because of the fact that they did not acknowledge the death of the Warriors 3. Mm-hmm. They didn't acknowledge it. At least they didn't have Thor acknowledge it within the narrative of the story. Facts. It's going to hurt. Because I would have gave it a 10. I'm going to keep it real with you. You would have given it a 10. I, I, I would have given it a 10. Okay. But I can't give it a you 10. You can't give it a 10. I can't. Can. Because, yo, that, that stuck out. So I'm giving it a 9.5. 9.5. Okay. 9.5. That's definitely fair. Um... Huh. I'm going to say I gotta keep that same energy. So right. I agree with your your like I said, it's more than a nitpick, but for lack of a better word right now. No, I say flaw. I, I agree with your flaw. Right. And not acknowledge not giving not putting the proper respect on yeah, on the, the Warrior Three's name. name. Yeah. So there's that. But again, in order for me to keep that same energy, my right. rating is going to have to be higher than yours because, of course, because it didn't it didn't impact you. As yeah, much, as and much. and I, right. it this movie still had all the things that I've praised all of the other movies about. It it right. it, it had ramifications moving forward. It had it it was the culmination of movies previous. Ironically, right. not necessarily the two movies in the trilogy, but the other movies. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. The other movies but it MCU, still counts because right. exactly. the MCU is one universe. Uh, That's right. It had a cameo from Matt fucking Damon. Um, <laughs> it had the casting. The casting was amazing. Amazing. amazing Taika Waititi deciding to voice Korg. Great choice. It was brilliant. That was I, brilliant. I, I have no idea where that came, but that was amazing. It was brilliant. Um, it was brilliant. You know, 
what is her name? Letty. Letty. Uh, what is her name? What is her real name? Um, Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez playing Valkyrie. Amazing. And wait a minute, that wasn't Michelle Rodriguez that played uh, Valkyrie. Who did she play? That no, Tessa Thompson. Creed. Tessa, yeah, Tessa Thompson. Thompson. I'm tripping. Still amazing. Yeah. Um, yes. Very much. Let me so. see the the cameo from Doctor Strange. The inner hella. Yeah. Oh my god. Hella. Oh my god. Yo. Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Kate Blanchett yes. did an amazing job. We didn't talk about yes, her she enough. Did. But she, not at all. She, but she, she was, was a amazing. Huge part of why this movie was good. Um, yeah, facts. Let me see. Am I, am I missing any other castings? Um. um oh, oh, oh! Um, my God, Grandmaster himself, oh, Jeff yeah, Goldblum. Dude. Jeff Goldblum. Dude. Yo, Jeff Goldblum was amazing. Oh my God, he was. It, it seemed, and why did it seem like he was ad libbing everything? Facts. Facts. <laughs> and then like he was ad libbing everything. Then the. the all right, so first of all, it's Jeff Goldblum. That's that's yeah. that's a win automatically. That's a, yeah, facts. facts the fact that facts. Marvel kept that same energy by having the the collector's brother <laughs> be played by somebody as eccentric as Benicio yes. del Toro facts. in Jeff Go- Goldblum. It, it's it, all of it, all of it, all of it. The end credit scene where it sets up Infinity War. Facts. All of it. All of it. To to from Korg's inappropriate humor. <laughs> like, oh, Meek's dead. I didn't want to tell anybody. I stepped on him back on the planet. Oh, wait, you're alive? Oh, yay. Like all oh, yeah. that <laughs> to to so his his incredible speech at the end. You know, we can go back to the planet. We can rebuild it as long as the foundation is. Oh, oh no, it's gone. Okay, yo, to the to yo. the Thor, the scene to the scene where Thor realized when he talked to his father spiritually, he was in the other realm while he was getting his ass fixed, and he talked to his father. It was like, "You the god of hell, right. or the god of thunder. all of it," and when he realized. What the fuck, yo? That fight when he when he when that lightning bolt hit Hella and he came down to fight them, yo, yo I was so pumped. Yo, <laughs> that yeah. was the best fight entrance scene until Infinity War. Yeah, until Infinity War, and which, by the way, also included it was Thor, Thor again. Spoiler alert! That's, that's but saying. yeah, Same. this move. I'm going. Uh, it's hard, man. I'm. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. A 9.8. That's fair. 9.8. That's fair. All right. Now, let me find this That's damn fair. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> let me find this damn Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay. We got the Ragnarok. And we... Oh, my goodness. What did they give it? We've run into a string of bad luck with these... Um, these audience scores. What? Thor, oh, they are Thor bugging. Ragnarok's audience score is an 8.7. Yo, they are bugging. So they, they are clearly bugging, yo. When you, They're when bugging. you put it all together and divide it by three. Oh, sorry. Suspense. Right. So... Again, ladies and gentlemen, we've been on this journey and we've been rating these 10 movies that we have left. So this is number eight that we've rated. Okay. Coming in at number eight with a 9.1, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Coming in at number seven, with a 9.2, Iron Man 1. Coming in at number 6 with a 9.3. No, hold up. That's wrong. That's wrong. I forgot because of how bad this movie was. No, coming in at number 8 is Iron Man 2 with that, right, with right. that, with that 6.5. Right. Now coming in at number 7 is 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 with the 9.1. Number 6 is Iron right. Man 1 with the 9.2. Number 5 is Thor Ragnarok with the 9.3. Coming in at number 4, 3, and 2, Captain America Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America Civil War with a 9.6, and still the reigning, and defending, still. <laughs> Heavyweight champion of the world, Marvel's The Avengers with a 9.7 rating. Still the champ. This is, this, the this champ is, is here. This is interesting, man. The champ is here. Ain't nobody been able to dethrone this, man. Nah, this was the third, this was the third rating we did, man. And this is a big movie. Like Thor Ragnarok, the Ragnarok was a big movie. But we got you know, we got we only got quality, two so. super heavyweights left though. Black Panther I know, I know. and Infinity War. I yeah. have a feeling. I all right. I'm gonna give there I'm gonna give a, a I'm gonna give a prediction. Shut up. I'm gonna give a prediction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna give a prediction for the all rest right. of these. So final the final three. I'm gonna give a prediction that these next mm-hmm. two movies will be these next two movies, one of these movies these next two movies will it. take the number two spot at least all right bet because right now it's bet. a three-way tie for number two so right. I predict right now that these last two movies both of them will get a 9.6 or better that's my prediction. All right, that's fair. We'll 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 just have to see. Yeah, we'll just have to see. So we getting we getting up there. We did this for a little while. We getting up. Oh there. yeah. I wanna um, what's that? No, I said definitely, definitely. Oh yeah. yeah um, I want to thank everybody who listened to this episode and have been enjoying this series. Hopefully, you've been enjoying this particular series that is outside of our normal uh, podcast episodes. Yep. Um. Uh. You got anything you're trying to plug today? Nope. Just um, reminding everybody and requesting that everybody, please, when you listen to these episodes, go ahead and share it with your friends. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast you uh, uh, podcast platform you happen to be listening to us on. Go ahead and leave us comments. Go ahead and give us um, reviews. Go ahead and do all that good stuff. If anything that you want to talk about or you want you think that we should talk about in the future, hit us on any of the social media platforms hashtag bcg and that's it word so of course you know i'm plugging no skull facts you know you can find that ep it's what the world needs now it's what the (laughs) world it's what the world needs now you know what i mean so like you can find it anywhere they sell digital music Uh and um i think that's it so for my man SP and the rest of Multi World Entertainment. I am Tombstone the Dead Man, and we are out. Peace.